All right, all right. Beanie Talks with Friends, episode 80. 8-0. Wow, pretty cool. I'm not there yet, but that's that's a big number. I was two in 80. You know, oh, two in 80. Oh, in 80. Okay, so you were born in 78. Yeah. Man. 1980, I was a uh, sophomore in high school. Nice. Here in Tardia. Yeah. Love it. Yes. Love and yeah. life. 80. Jerry Rice, all-time receiving leader. Uh, touchdowns, too. No, Emmitt Smith beat him in touchdowns, but 80. Steve Largent, 80. Miracle on Ice. Yes. Do you believe in miracles? Yes. Who said it? Uh, don't, um, not McKay. Was it McKay? No. No, 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 no. Was it McKay? It was A M. A. First name A. Last name M, I think. Michaels. Al Michaels. Yes. Very good. Very good. Very Bam! good. Bam! <laughs> <laughs> Sad news, John Lennon, 1980. Yeah. Sad news, but yes. I remember we, we went down, uh, our high school had a. I sang in the choir. I'm sure that's a shocker. Um, but we had, we would went down part of our high school like two days afterwards. We were, oh, it's just devastating. That was awful. Wow. Well, here we are, episode 80, Feeney Talks with Friends. My name is Eric Feeney, founder and president of Friends of Feeney. Our mission is to help children and families that need assistance after heartbreak or tragedy. I use this podcast, Feeney Talks with Friends, and I talk to wonderful people that do great things in the community. And my friend Chuck has been doing wonderful things in the community for quite some time. How you doing, Chuck? I'm doing great. I'm just going to turn off my uh, my crutch here. He's a busy man here. We got put Chuck Corsi the airplane on mode the phone. On. He's been on the phone the whole time. No, I no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so to review episode 79, Mike Isco, he was the big brother, big sister, volunteer of the year. Mike Isco, we did it at Luna Pizza. Um, great podcast with him. Go back and check. We just posted Matt Conway. Matt Conway did all the murals. Oh, yeah. Murals. That's a great guy. Rise up. Rise up. Great man. So that one's posted now. Go yeah. back and check it out. He's episode 71. The owner of Parkville Market, 73, Carlos Muta, right? Yep. Uh, he's 70. He's 73. That's coming up soon. Nice. And you are episode 80. 80. Wow. Ronald Reagan, 1980. Ronald, yep. Yep. So how's Carlos? Carlos is great. He's, Our motto is be a good friend. Um Pick up trash that's not yours, hold the door, give a compliment. How's Carlos a good friend? He's a good friend in a lot of different ways. A lot of ways you can see. I mean, this is this place, Parkville Market, is a great example. Um, my wife Mary and I, my business partner, we've been uh, fortunate enough to have uh, Carlos and his daughter Chelsea as clients of ours. And we actually uh, did some work with him on, on this, uh, helping him get started. Uh, but he, you, you look at this neighborhood. This is such a cool neighborhood of the the Parkville area and he has while other developers you know they like to go for the big and sexy more stable return maybe of like a downtown Hartford or West Hartford or whatever he has single almost single-handedly because there are a lot of other people there are a lot of community members that have done it but he has really led the revitalization of Parkville and that's important you know one of the things I, 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 I love my town I love Connecticut but one of the things that always kind of gets in our way is we have this balkanization of Connecticut where there's these borders you know we have all 169 towns and everybody you know picks team West Hartford or not everybody but you know what I mean they, yeah. they you know this what's what he's doing in Parkville is not just great for Parkville and for Hartford it's great for West Hartford in the entire region 
you know, you got on the other side, as Park Road turns into, or Park Street turns into Park Road at Prospect, you've got all the great things that are going on in West Hartford on Park Road. This continues. It breaks down the wall of Prospect Avenue and continues the activity, the energy. I mean, just think in this one neighborhood that transcends both, you know, Park Street and Hartford and Park Road and West Hartford, you can come here for great food, entertainment. You can go see a play at the Playhouse. Yep. You've got great places to live within walking distance right around here. A lot of them built and developed by uh, Carlos. Got the same thing over on Park Road. You know, one park is going to be coming online uh, pretty soon. Uh, Marty Kenny's project. So he's he's a good friend, not just in the things that you see, but the little things. He's a really good good guy. Yeah. He, he goes out of his way to help people all the time. No, he said, I could have done it anywhere. Any businessman will pop in. But he was, like you said, he, you know, he wasn't born here. He was born in... Uh, Mystique, Miss, uh, misspoke, mis, somewhere in Africa, Miss, uh, well, I'm going to look it up. Anyway, yeah. Mozambique. Mozambique, there you go, Kyle. My guy, Kyle, that's Kyle. why I keep you around. Mozambique, he was born in Mozambique, and then yeah. he came here, he, he played soccer for Hartford, uh, he loves the Hartford area, and he's been doing great things, yeah. and Matt, this Matt Conway from Rise Up was like, you know, if you see him a mural in the Parkville neighborhood, Rise Up did that, so that's yeah. cool, so... I love that Matt and Carlos are working together. I love that Chuck and Carlos are working together. Carlos is actually we. I work with Matt. Um, I uh, the West Hartford uh, Arts Commission. You look at some of the stuff that Matt's done, not just in Hartford and the region, but he's done some great stuff in uh, West Hartford. Oh yeah. You look at what's what uh, has happened in Blueback and on the a wall of uh, the library. Oh yeah, beautiful. Matt's Matt's a great guy. I really, I mean, and he's he's another guy who, you know, he had his job like job, job, like a lot of us do, to pay the bills. But he is so invested in his mission of bringing great art to the area. He's, I think he's doing that full-time now. Did yeah. he? Yep. Yeah, yep. and it, I just think it's great. We, it, It's great to have people like Matt and Carlos in our community. You got a good ride? I don't know what the hell I'm doing here, you know, <laughs> next to those guys. We had a good streak. We got Matt, Carlos, yeah. and now we're here. Now, with you, now you're stuck with wah, me. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> no, no. It's great to have you here. A wonderful talking with you. You're a public affairs communi- public affairs communications firm. Yeah. What does that mean? I what is that? No idea. Can we break that down? Um, yeah. I, I help. I'm in it. I, well, it's, I'll start at the beginning. Um, my wife started our firm. Corsing companies, very uh, original, uh, but started it uh, back in the early 90s, when uh, 92, when we were expecting our first child. I was at the time, 92, 93, I was in the insurance business, was not very happy. I was selling uh, insurance. Um, and I like to tell people I had to leave that business for medical reasons because uh, I was going to starve to death. <laughs> I was not very good at it. But I always like public, you know, public affairs stuff. You know, I you know, love to read the paper. I love to know what was going on. I loved, you know, politics was interested in that. And uh, I went to, you know, fortunately, she did all the heavy lifting and started the business. I joined her in 94. And basically what we do is we help our clients uh, get their message out into the media. Um, it could be on a number of different issues. We do a lot of work for nonprofits, a lot of work for special events. Um, I also do, one of my specialties is in economic development and doing uh, community outreach and stakeholder enge- engagement. 
usually for large economic development projects and, and small ones that uh, people really need to hear about. And oftentimes what you find is when somebody proposes a new project, mm -hmm. you know, people don't really know what's going on. They may get some bits and pieces in the media and then it just kind of shows up at a public hearing and, you know, there are a lot of questions. What I do for my clients is I go out there and I engage the community actively. Let them know, okay, this is what's going on. Here are the plans. Um, and especially with people that are in the immediate area, neighbors, you know, want to, you know, first of all, share all the information I have, but then find out what their concerns are and see if there's a way to address those concerns. Mm -hmm. And it makes for a much better process. People aren't caught off guard or surprised when they get to a public hearing. You know, not all the time do, they, do people I talk to uh, love whatever my clients are proposing, but they have a, you know, they have a voice. They, they know what's going on. And it makes for a better project when there's that kind of communication going on. Can you talk in an example of working with, for sure. specific examples, working with Parkville Market per se, because seeing that we're here, Parkville yeah, Market. Yeah, sure. Well, that was one of the things when, when uh, uh, Carlos and uh, Chelsea were uh, starting out, by the time we came on board, they had already had their permits. We usually get in with somebody when they're trying to get uh, zoning approval. They had their permits and they were in the process of building. And I brought some pictures I can share with yeah. you. They're pretty cool. But we were helping them at the beginning when they were just opening up and trying to get that word out, you know, beyond Parkville, out into the larger uh, Greater Hartford and beyond community. And a lot of that was creating media events. Um, that would attract the media, generate you know good media coverage with TV, online, radio, print, photos. So yeah, you showed me some really cool pics of like this being like a almost like a, I don't know, a tunnel or something. But you know, way before being built, yeah, it was just an awesome picture. And the governor and the mayor, yeah, they were there. So and, is and that it, part of your job, getting them to an event? Yes, so, yeah, it's it's uh, to line up the stakeholders, coordinate. With, it's a lot of. Uh, you know, uh, shoe leather work, I call it. It's it's not glamorous, but it's a lot of, you know, phone calls, meetings, things like that. And, you know, it helps. I like people. I like to be around people. So that helps the business. But another great thing that he did, this is obviously it's an existing building. It dates back over 100 years. It was part of the fabric and employed a lot of people. I, I'm trying to remember what it, it was uh, lumber. Uh, they had a lumber yard in here. Um, and he, he didn't tear it down and build something new. He used the oh, yeah. existing structure. And, you, you know, you look around. This is just a cool building to begin with. Yeah, he refinishes it. And, um, like, this is all original behind yeah. us. And um, reuse, recycle. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's just gorgeous. And it's a, it's a hit. Every time we come, it's packed. This picnic table that we're at right now is reused wood. Yeah. Uh, he works with Fresh Start, and they are a nonprofit that helps make stuff out of wood and they reused all the wood from this lumber yard to make these picnic tables which i thought was really cool yeah i learned that in episode 73 go back and check it out there you go with carlos uh, another example if you go down the street a little bit further to one park road what marty kenny's doing there at the corner of prospect and uh park park yep. road you know that was a huge yes uh, the convent people are gonna live there yeah right yeah 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 so that was, um, and who is this, Marty? Marty Kenny. Kenny. Great yeah. guy. Another local, local. he's a, an adult now, but he grew up in Greater Hartford, and he's done a lot of things um, in the area, a lot of development. But you had an old uh, convent for the Sisters of St. Joseph of Chambery. 
not to be confused with the Sisters of Mercy, but you know the problem with a lot of these religious institutions and their property that they owned, as their numbers had dwindled, their properties became too expensive to you know keep up. They didn't need all the property, so the Sisters, probably going back a decade now, they put their um, convent on the market, but they had some conditions that had to be met for the buyer. One was they wanted a home for their remaining sisters. You know, there's still, um, I think there's about 20, uh, and sadly that number, it's not getting any bigger, but they had to have a home. They wanted to do something that was a benefit to the neighborhood. And they also wanted to preserve the architecture of the existing building, understanding that there probably need to be some addition improvements. Um, but that was, I spent a lot of time in so the neighborhood. The Marty Kenny, make a spot for the 20 remaining oh yeah sisters? oh yeah absolutely oh, cool and then they didn't tear one down they built it up they like built it they're, they're they're building around oh, the existing convent and even the church church is no longer a church it was i think the the name is de Con consecrated so they'll that i think the church area which was built in 1960 that was the last part of uh the convent that was built uh that that'll probably be some sort of function space concierge you know that sort of thing but I, again my i spent a lot of time on park road especially with the neighbors on ringgold yeah. and, and again they were this was a, a major change in their neighborhood and not everyone was happy about it very understandable but found out what their concerns were you know you know what could be done to mitigate those and um yeah i think it's gonna it's gonna be great for the area it's gonna yes. bring a, an influx of customers you know, people that are walking, not yeah. relying on their cars. And there's so many, they can go, take a left out of their building and go down, down here or take a right and come down this way, like you said. Like I said, it can go to Real Art Ways, catch a show there, catch a show at, the, at uh, Playhouse and Park. They can eat here. They can eat at Effie's. They can eat, go grab ice cream at A.C. Peterson's. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, there's, there's so, much, so much they can do. No, I love that. And, you know, this place is great because you, I bring a family of family of four you got a family of what ten seven just seven <laughs> everyone's happy you yeah. know you want vegetarian you want spanish food you want something else yeah go get your food and we'll meet back at the table absolutely I, I really like that and it's affordable it's not like you know i mean it's nice to go out to a nice restaurant every yeah. once in a while but this you know it's affordable we got the mango this, this is, is delicious from, cheers from uh gula brazilian, very tasty brazilian mango slushy every time i'm here gula I've been drinking um, smoothies, so I got to add this to my repertoire. Oh yeah, mangoes, very, very good. So, um, all right. So the public affairs communication. So what? Three, three keys. We got sponsors. Let's shout out our sponsors. What do we got here? We got Golf Law Group, Luna Pizza is a new one. Luna nice. Pizza. Go back and check out episode 70, 70 even. Luna, Alex, is, uh, I do a pizza review, like the Barstool guy. It's yeah. pretty good. It's pretty good. That's great. Luna they pizza. have a great wedge salad all, also. Okay. Good to know. I'm going to yeah. try that. And he's been sponsoring the podcast. So so far, we've had pizza, chicken wings, eggplant parm, chicken parm, chicken cutlet, broccoli chicken regga fettuccine. Now I'm going to have to try the wedge salad. We're, salad. Do We're doing a wedge salad. Yeah. We're tasting that next podcast. Can't wait. Luna's great. Uh, the Fix IV, Donut Crazy, Weehaw Roasting and Brewing, Gastro Park, West Hartford Lock. So three nice. keys that make you great to be a great public affairs communication 
representative, CEO, executive, uh, person? Yeah. <laughs> um, three keys. Uh, I, I like people. I don't, you know, uh, you're a people person. Yeah, it isn't. It, it's not what I do is not the kind of business for someone who, uh, you know, is afraid of talking to people about uncomfortable things. I mean, let's face it. A lot of times, there's some people that you know, neighbors for different projects. I had, went and talked to somebody once, a second time about a second project, and they were like, "Well, it's you know, it's always interesting when you come to pay a visit." And that you know, that can be tough sometimes. You know, to not be the person that people want to see in something like that. But I, you know, I, I, I feel I feel good about the project. I've, I've turned down a lot of work because I don't think whatever was being proposed is, one, get, a, get, get approved. It would be a waste of my client's money. Or two, that it's just not appropriate for the area. So I would never do represent someone who I didn't, you know, feel good about. Um I think even though I'm talking a lot, I think I'm a pretty good listener because you gotta you gotta listen, and you can't be defensive. Um, and um, you know, it's it's you really have to be open. Um, and I'm I'm pretty, you know, I, I, in my work in talking with folks, I'm always honest with people. I tell them what the deal is. And I know that a lot of times, again, it's not that I'm saying stuff that is, um, it, it, it's stuff that they may not want to hear, but I say it anyways because it's important that they know yeah. all the facts. So, you know, good listener, people person, honest, can't beat it. I try. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> and we got some food here. We got, uh, um, yeah, let me so, try the guac again. Yeah, the guac and chips. This is from Burrito Loco. Uh, we're going to get into the Burrito Loco. We have a Beria, Beria Taco. My first time getting Beria. I did it. Beria, I've been practicing. Beria. And then we got a fish taco. Again, this is Burrito Loco right downstairs from the right. As you can see, we're at the local upstairs. Thank you, Parkville Market, for hosting us. Uh, you know, while we eat, do you have a... This is going to be a tough question for you, I guess. Favorite restaurant? Which one would you, would you rather have? You want to try the fish taco? I might. You the, want to rip off a piece of that? The barrio? The barrio. Yeah. You no, want me to just rip it? it? What is that dipping sauce? Oh, you got to dip it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is the ajou. So the barrio dipping sauce. Here. And just go get your own. Go okay. Beer. Okay. I don't want to. You don't want me touching that. Filthy. Oh, we're going to make a mess. Oh, you're ripping it. That's ah. So this is the locale version? Excellent. Excellent. Oliver, get it now. Hit. Oh, I guess we got to rip because I want to double dip. This is my first burial. I'm living. It's the first day of the rest of my life. The burial taco. People That's have been cool. talking this up forever. Can't beat it. Mm. That's delicious. It's nice and neat, too. You don't. It doesn't drip or anything. Oh, yeah. Not of my shirt. I got my brand new shirt. What do you think? Love it. The yard goes. It was great seeing you at the game last a couple weeks ago. What has two hands and caught a free t-shirt at the yard goats game? This guy. This guy right here. There you go. No, I saw you the first game of the year. Excellent game. I love the fly hour. Flyover. Got yeah. emotional. Um have you had I asked you this before. Have you gotten Tim Rustall? We gotta get Tim Rustall. 
Yeah, the Tim, president of the Argots. Please, that'd be awesome. And he'll probably he'll do it there. Yeah, I bet you what you get. Now we're gonna go to the Argots and, and, and interview Tim. I'd be honored about that. Yeah, you mentioned that on the, when I yeah. saw you at the game. Tim Restle. What about Jeff Dooley? Duels going up to the big leagues. That was amazing. That's so Jeff, cool. Twenty-five years. That's Talk about like persistent and just sticking with it, and then he's a good guy. You got it. We'll, we'll get him on too. Come on. He's a he's a great guy. Come Jeff. On. He's a West Hartford guy. Really. Kids went to KP Hall. Um, really nice, nice, nicest guys. I I love. You know, I worked with them. You know, talk about too, right? Yeah, but it was really during their, you know, coming coming to Hartford and building the stadium. And again, there were a lot of people, understandably, that said, "You want to build a freaking ballpark in Hartford?" You know, there were a lot of people that did thought that was a bad, bad idea. But it's uh, and again, you know, we went out into the community. We spent a lot of time, especially in North Hartford, talking to people. You know. And, and the biggest concern that a lot of folks there had, which was a very, very uh, real concern and legitimate, and I, I shared it, was what's, you know, a lot of times you see these economic development projects being proposed and they're going to help the neighborhood. They're yeah. going to help the community, not just be something, you know, like, uh, you know, when the Whalers came. Love the Whalers. But a lot of times it was, you know, people coming in for expensive hockey tickets. They drive into Hartford park in the garage, and then they'd leave. Yeah. <laughs> and they wouldn't go. It, it, you know, they maybe go to trucks or do some stuff, but that was good. But they wanted, people in the neighborhood, rightfully so, wanted to make sure that people from the neighborhood were going to be hired to work there. There were going to be other benefits. They have a community center. Kids can go to the ballpark to do their homework oh, wow. after uh, after school. And to, uh, you know, I worked a lot with Tim during this and the uh, owner, Josh, Solomon, and to their credit, I mean, they did a lot of things. They brought in local vendors, yep. restaurateurs, not just from the north end, but also from this neighborhood, from Parkville. There's some Park Street um, um, residents that have uh, uh, places where they sell food at the Goat. So that's truly a community. Yeah, I love it. That's a great spot. I'm so happy they're there. And I just noticed in the outfield on the sidewalk, there's a huge glass window. Yeah. You could like hang out on the sidewalk and see the game. Did you know that was? Yeah. Oh my God. I just yeah. noticed that. I've been going for years. Um, always a great time. I love the yard goats. Uh, they're bringing the, the community like that residential area was built next door. Yep. Uh, Pratt street. I mean, maybe not has not to do to do with it, but they're, I, feel, I see that thriving. Yeah. I got some new stores there. Like they block it off and you can like hang out in the street and, before the game. Yeah. And, and the cool thing is, it, it, which I think is really important, is it's leading to other investment on the north side of I-84. Yeah. When they built the highway, um, 84, back in the uh, 60s, they really cut off the north end of Hartford from downtown Hartford. And you didn't see any kind of investment in that neighborhood. Now you're seeing it, which yeah. is really great. You know they're and and you know it's just fabulous because it's it's bringing opportunity jobs. Um, you've got a lot of small businesses, local people that are in the community that are now opening up their own businesses along Albany and Main Street. It's a cool area. It's, they're not done yet. There's a there's a lot really? still. I mean the Argoats are done in terms of their building, oh. but there's a lot of other things that are coming in. What about in right field that little square? Was that 
it's like a foul. If you hit it here, it's a foul. But if you hit it here, it's a home run. You ever see down the line? Yeah. In right field? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, well, there, was, there were a couple. Is that a mistake? No. That's there were a couple okay. of construction, um, and you don't need, I don't need to go into the past history, but there were some <laughs> problems with the initial contractor that was building the, st the stadium. Gotcha. But if you look at the, it turned out that the right field specs were too shallow for home run ball. So that's why they put up the net. Okay. And, and you see above the net is the home run. So you can hit a ball that hits the net, but it's still a fair ball. Gotcha. And it bounces in. But the, the foul pole, I know that was a, a sponsorship of the steel or the iron workers. Yes. But what, what is it? It, it? Is it just a, it's a regular foul pole? But. Yeah, but I think down where, right where that home run is, there's yep. a, like a little rectangular cutout. I'm not even sure how to explain okay. it. Okay. Uh, no, no, my fun fact, my brother-in-law, Sammy, claims is the first person to buy an 18-game package. Really? Sam, my brother-in-law, Sam, thanks for that. And Excellent. he gave it, and then when he, he, before, I guess he waited a year or two years. He bought it two years while it was being made. And he was like, hey, I yeah. just paid this guy, and the stadium might not even happen. But he treated him right, and then he got out, and my buddy Nate picked him up. That's nice. who I was with. Okay. Sitting right behind you, like a couple rows up. Nate's good spot. From, thanks, Nate, for the continued hookup with the tickets. He's, Nate's a good friend. We just went last week. Friends of Feeney went with the American Eagle Financial Credit Union, and we held the flag. Oh, we, oh. we earned cash back from the community three years ago. We, we earned a grant of $7,000, which, you know, catapulted our organization. So thank you. Uh, American Eagle for doing that and they let us hold the flag and then they had the picnic pavilion you know all you can eat all yep. you can drink yeah um, great time and then the guys were shooing cannons shooing the t-shirt cannon and I saw I angled it like a good right fielder yeah I got under it I boxed out yeah I was gonna say I boxed out and then, then it went over us so the guy was gonna go under and reach under the pole I went over the pole nice like skied over my wife goes i thought you were going to break your neck my daughter goes dad i was embarrassed and also proud of you i went flying like it's a good day grabbed it like a ninja flew down and then went <laughs> down landed on my hands and knees to, to get this t-shirt but it fits it looks great right. you look sharp what has two thumbs and caught a t-shirt at the yard goats game <laughs> so i love it i love it and i'd be honored to talk with tim or, or duels, that'd be, that'd be yeah. cool, too, because I'm yeah. very proud of it. And I love that, you know, they're both call up. They're, they're great guys. They're just great guys. I'm very excited about the, the Yard Goats work. Uh, save the date, April, August 18th, Friends of Feeney. Okay. Third game, third year in a row. Yeah. Last year, we did it for um, Friends of Nicholas. He was a 10-year-old that had an op inoperable brain tumor, and uh, he, he ended up passing away two weeks after the game. Oh, it was heartbreaking. The Parenti family. Margot Parenti is a West Hartford teacher. Um, they, you know, he, he saved all his energy that whole day so he can go to the game. They were surrounded by 200 friends and family, and that was like their last family event with Nicholas. And we all had Friends of Nicholas shirts. So, oh, that's beautiful. Um, and now they're involved with Friends of Feeney, and they're, they're just wonderful people, and it's so unfortunate and sad and heartbreaking. Uh, so we're thinking of Nicholas all the time. Uh, Nicholas Parenti. Friends of Nicholas forever. Oh, so I think I saw you that game, but but you do such great work. Yeah, I mean, it's great. Um, so we're gonna be again August 18th, 
Will you be there? It's going to be a Friday. August 18th? Yeah. I will. If you're going to be there, I'm going to be there. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, this is the year before that. This is you. There you go. My man, Chuck. Sport my Yankee jersey. The Yankees. Is that, the, is that Ned? That's your boy in there, I That's think. That's my too. son, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great to see you then. That's great. Yard boats. So, do we ate some food. Yeah. You want to get apple that fish taco? Want to split it? Yeah. All right, let's split You got to eat uh, fish taco. I mean, you were, you were getting me outside of my comfort zone, which I, which I really admire. I don't think I know. Nice home. Oh, yeah, good. For you. This time we're making a mess. You know, we might be able to step up on some of these napkins. These are like right? the smallest freaking. No, that's no, I'm not. I, I definitely. I'm making them. I just don't want to wear it on my new shirt. I got to wear this next game I go to. No. You can wash it. Not with like a hot sauce stain or something on it. Yeah. Actually, my other shirt says I went to a yard goats game and all I got was this lousy T-shirt. Another shot, a shirt that they shot out of a cannon. Nice. Don't they? They have the best in between innings. Oh, so much fun. My favorite is uh, the baby goat run, which probably is so wrong on so many different levels. These poor children are traumatized. I think it's, it's their parents that are the most excited that put them up. But, I saw uh, one kid, you're supposed to round second. Yeah. He went all the way to the wall. Yeah. It was the same game. We were yep. at that game, yeah. the first game of the year. He just took off towards the wall. The staff had to go get him. Oh, they were and loving it, though. He, and he kept going, too. Yeah. He kept going. And they didn't. They, yeah, they had so much endurance for that little. They, they did a full lap. No yeah. stop. I'm like, I'd be exhausted right now. See, the, the challenge is they get, you know, you can, you can do these in-between inning things. But the team will get in trouble if they take too long. Uh, with, you know, because the players are on their rhythm. You got the clock yep. and all that. And uh, that's why you see those guys out there saying, you know, when they go the wrong way, it's like, we got we to gotta wrap this up quickly. Yeah. No, I recently went to, I went to my first Yankee game over spring break. Mm. It was terrible. It was terrible. I went with four college friends that I haven't seen in a while, Rich, Jimmy, and Dan, my buddies from college. And we go down, and my buddy Matt, and then we, Harlem, power went out in Harlem. So we couldn't transfer over. Right, because you transferred. Yeah. Yep. We, we drove to West Haven. So we walked from Harlem to Yankee Stadium. It took 45 minutes. It was a, mi- a mile and a half. Yeah. We get to the game. It's already 9-0. The Yankees are losing in the first inning. So we're like, oh, we what game was that? That was Thursday. Yeah. Thursdays ago. I was so I was like, come on, are you serious? They're getting anyway, at the clock. Uh-huh. It's weird. The game was game moved right along. The pitch clock. Mm-hmm. It's taking. It's going to take some getting used to. But I think it was. It's a good thing. What I love think? it. I love it. Yeah. The batter has to stay in the box. Batter, but it moves the game along. They're losing people. Yeah. I mean, it's not an exciting game when it takes yeah. five hours. Some of those old Red Sox-Yankee games, they were oh, great. Four and a half hours. But I think it was, what was it? It was like um, you get 33 seconds first pitch and then 22 seconds yeah. after that or something. But Keep the game going. It, it moved along. That game was over quick. We're going to be fine. You're a Yankee fan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're going to be fine this year. We got we got some injuries right now, but once you know Harrison Bader gets back, Stanton gets back. I like the young kids. I love I Volpe. Volpe's a great player. Yeah, Rizzo. I got my I got a T-shirt that says nobody beats the Riz. Oh, I like that. 
So it was 11 nothing. Oh. Rizzo gets up. He's a lefty. We're in, we're in right field pretty high up. Mm -hmm. Rizzo hit a bomb. It bounced. The guy should have caught it. It bounced right over my head. It was like, and, it, um, and my buddy got the, got the video. Uh -huh. and you could see us, like, reaching for the ball. Uh, it's great. Rich, Rich <laughs> like, got it instantly. He goes, like, here's the ball. And he's like, zooms in. He's like, he's wearing an orange polo. Yeah. He's like, there's me. That's great. So it was cool. That was our highlight of the day. It was 11 nothing, but Rizzo hit a ball. That... And then, of course, I'm like, to the guy in front of me, I'm like, how did you not catch that? Because it hit. Shame. Hit the ledge. Yeah. I'm like, and his wife comes back, and he's like, I was like, you, if you were here, you would have caught that. And it, but it bounced uh, over us. Yeah, big time Yankee fan. My mom went this weekend. She saw the walk off, a man on second, hit the. DJ. Yes, DJ. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I love DJ Mayhew. He's, he's great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's my father in law's favorite player, too. Yeah. He had, a, he had a tough year last year with his toe, but he's playing really well this year. Yeah. He can All play right. any position. We're well, now that we're talking Yanks, we got some. I got some. Excellent. I bought this at an old school um, baseball card shop. I think in uh, somewhere in Pennsylvania. So fifty-five plus and fifty, approximately fifty. So okay, we're gonna we're play a game. You will slide them and you'll guess who they are, or uh, maybe you'll read some stats or something. Oh, okay, it's a game. So what year? Just give me. Uh, are these all? Oh, Whoa! Man. Some of these guys, I want to know. These are, I just made a huge mess up. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe I'll, we'll start off with some easy ones. But I'll... Tony Elksa Clemens? No. He's a little poor. Is that, uh, is that a Yankee? Yeah. Is that David Wells? That's CeCe. Oh, CeCe. I was going to say. wear glasses? Yeah, I do wear glasses. I okay. should have brought them. All right. Let's see. Let's do it. Oh, this is my favorite. Oh, uh, Matsui. Yes. So my grandmother and I, I would, so I, Waterbury, and I would drive back to New Haven to see Southern, it's at Southern Connecticut State. Yeah. I stop at my, my grandmother's house in Naugatuck to get cookies for the week. Yeah. She made me cookies, and we, then we'd watch the game, and she would call him Matusi. <laughs> and I was like, as our favorite player. God, you are young. Day. That is Louisiana Lightning. Yes. Ron Guidry. Very good. Oh, can you even see? That's uh, Donnie Baseball. Donnie Baseball. Don Manuel. He's one of my favorites. Yeah. That's Jorge. That's my wife's favorite. Hip, I, hip, Jorge. Hey. My girl's <laughs> first game ever was uh, Hip Hip Jorge's retirement game. Oh. And we all had the number 20 shirts. It was an awesome time. The girls, they were like four or five. Yeah. Know? But Hip Hip Jorge. Hip I Hip Jorge, I love that. Twins, oh, is that? Um... He's at Yard Goats a lot. He's always on a rehab. I know. I, I can't believe. He goes like four from four with three homers. Aaron yep. Hicks, yep. yeah. I've tried to put him out of my memory. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Giancarlo Stanton. Yeah, what's your, what's your take on him? On Stanton? Yeah. He's a good ball player, right? So I, you know. He's he, got step it up. He, he, he does, but, um, you know, when he gets a hold, nobody hits it harder oh, than him. And I hope that, you know, once you get everybody healthy, he kind of, the pressure gets off him a little bit. I think he plays much better when there's not a lot yeah. of pressure. But when he's the man, burn, baby, burn. Bernie. 
Now, my buddy was like, you know, why isn't he in the Hall of Fame or why is he? I mean, if your nickname's Bernie Baseball, Donnie Baseball, yeah. Donnie Baseball too, right? Is See, he in the Hall of Fame? No. And that's, that's, co- that's the argument. It, it, why well, is he not in the Hall of Fame? Because he had, he was like a dominant player in the 80s for about five years. Okay. Not and then enough. he had terrible back, and his career was cut short. Okay. And, uh, I mean, he's, he's one of these guys, maybe the Veterans Committee one day will, will bring him in. He's legit. My beef is on the captain. Thurman? Thurman. Yeah. Thurman. If freak, Thurman definitely would have made the Hall of Fame. If Fisk made the Hall of Fame, he would have made it because Thurman was much better than Carlton Fisk. Might anger, might anger some of your fans out there. Feeney, but I'll you know I'm gonna say it. I work at Camp Newman and um, Lair Lee Lee Newman go back and forth every summer. Fisk over Thurman Munson every year. Who's better? And Thurman's better. And Thurman should be in the hall. That's my mom's favorite player. My yep. mom wore her Thurman shirt when she went this weekend. My house number is 15. I have uh. the Thurman. I uh. have a Yankee pinstripe. I gotta show it to you. I don't uh. know. It's pretty cool. Yeah, Thurman. That's great. Thurman was the best. I remember it was, it was, I remember when he died. It was very sad. My mom, they went to the museum and she goes, I walked by. She, she said she turned and talked to a stranger. She goes, it still hits me. Yeah. It's still sad. And the guy goes, I know. It gets me too. Like she was at his locker over the weekend. Wow. At the museum. And wear her shirt, 15. Oh, um, I, yeah. was, I was 16 years old. I was uh, the, week bef- the week before he died. I was taking uh, driver's ed at AAA on Farmington, Farmington and Quaker. Yep. And I would ride my bike. I was like wanting to get my freaking license so bad. And I just turned 16, you know, in June. So I'm taking driver's ed. I ride my bike home from uh, driver's ed. Like a freak thunderstorm breaks out as I'm going down North Main Street. <laughs> I'm going north on North Main Street right before Fern Street. There's that church there. Yep. And the driveway between the church and the cemetery. And this guy in a Cadillac pulls out right at the right time, hits me, breaks my leg, hits me oh. into traffic. I, you know, I broke Jeez. my leg, but, you know, so I go to the hospital. They put a cast on. I was confined to the couch in our family room. Yeah. So that's where I was. You know, they didn't have breaking news back in '79 and all that. And I remember it came on the news, and I was sitting there alone, and I was like, and I was such a huge Yankee fan then and now. Just devastating. Then my friends would come over. It's like a sick bed, and Art Spada, my my good friend, he he was one of them. It was a fold-out couch I was on, and he would sit on the cat on the fold-out couch. And Art's not he's not a, uh, a a calm guy, and he would like jump up and down every once in a while. It hurt so much. I oh, fold but, the bed up. Yeah, oh, but I remember that was that was sad. 1979. Yeah, my mom remembers where she was. I don't know. She joked that she was going to name me Thurman. And I was like, whoa, Thurman Feeney? That's right. Thurman Feeney, yeah. Thurman. But you're named after a legend. My buddy Chad Juicy's cat was Thurman. Thurman. Yeah. I, Thurman would be a good name for a dog. Right? That might be my next dog. Yeah. I don't know if you know this guy. Yeah. That's the next cat. You bet. The house that Jeter. Jeter built. Yeah. Mr. November. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, Rigetti. Winfield. He was drafted in four different sports, right? Is that Dave Winfield? No. Yeah, yeah. Dave, yeah. yeah, yeah. Basketball. Basketball. Yeah. Baseball and football. I think he went to the University of Minnesota. Let's see. Let's see. 
He's born in he was born in St. Paul, Minnesota. Let's see. Where do you go? Doesn't say the school. Oh, he's Hong Kong. Was it set? Got it. Got up. Kyle, look up where Dave Winfield went to college. Oh, this guy's great too. Is that Ricky? Ricky. Great stories yeah. where like, what do you say? Like, uh, they they were doing the bank account and they were like, hey, we're kind of off some money here. They were like, Ricky, what's going on? I guess he had his check on the wall. He didn't cash it. He like hung it up and framed it. Dave Winfield, uh, University of Minnesota. Oh, chat. That's where my wife went to University of Minnesota. That's why oh. I know it. That was no question. Doc, is that that uh, good? No. Even without my glasses, I can get yeah, this. Is, yeah, that's the Yankees. I, I know we got a, another game. We could open up a fresh pack. Ooh. And you also, I told you, you said you had collections. I did. You have a Hall of Fame binder, which it is amazing to see. Yeah, uh, these, um, so I have four older brothers. And uh, they started collecting cards um, in the late 50s, 60s. And when I was about 10, I think my mother was getting ready. They were all like in a big box in the basement. And by this time, they'd all gone off to college. And I think my mom was getting ready to give them the heave-ho. And I kind of, you know, reclaimed them. They were not, these are not pristine cards. So anybody thinking of coming and, and taking them, <laughs> you know. Let's, let's see. Take, take the dogs. So this is, it's kind of Hall geeky. of Fame, right? Every card in here is Hall of Fame. This one, yeah, I wanted to. Cool. And I'm, you know, again, I am such a freaking nerd. But, uh, you know, I, I want to save them. See them. Yeah, so this is, I think that's uh, 1960. Are they chronological? Yeah, no, not really. You get, so these are all Hall of Famers. You've got Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, Stan Musial, right Stan the Man. Is that good? You got that? Willie Mays. Willie Mays, the Say Hey Kid. You can see a lot of these have tack holes in them, whatever, but they mean a lot to me. How about my uncle was like, yeah, if I only knew. I wanted to make the my my bike sound like a motorcycle, yeah. so I clipped up the cards. He goes, "It was a Mickey Mantle card." Yeah. In between the spokes. There's Mick. Mick. Yogi Berra, Whitey Ford, some great Yankees. Love it. Ernie Banks. You can see again, they're not in great shape, but it, it's uh, just a cub. Let's play. Let's Ford. play two. Let's play two. Yeah. So these go, you know, sixty, and then you have, you know, oh, a couple. Really of, cool. This is sixty-two. This is after the year that uh, Maris. So you got Mickey Mantle, Eddie Matthews, great player. Again, Willie Mays, rookie card for Billy Williams. Ron Santo. Yeah, these these are all guys that kind of went through all the boxes. My brother-in-law, Sammy, his real name Santo. So he has that jersey, that jersey. He was a great ball, ball player. He was really good. Warren Spahn, very good ball player. Don Drysdale. So at this time, my family, we lived, I was born something in. something tragic happened to him? Yeah, he died. He was broadcasting, and they, he didn't show up for a game one day. And he had died in his hotel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that the catcher that paralyzed? Oh, that's um, not Don. Is it Don Nuke? No. Yeah, Roy Campanella. Yes. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but, yeah, Don but, but we lived in California, and my brothers uh, were Dodger fans. I was born in Long Beach. And, and these guys, you know, they're, they're nice. I saved their cards, but they glued all the Dodger cards uh, into a book. It's like, oh. Good job. Yeah, good job with that. It's like putting it in a tire. Yeah. Yeah, it's Brooks Robinson. Brooks Robinson. All-time great third baseman. 
I thought I looked through very earlier and you had some cool like pictures of them as kids. I want to. Oh yeah, get to that. So I didn't collector. Yeah, I was oh, yeah. I was too young to get. This is you're starting to get into my years now. Boyhood. Boyhood photos of the stars. In that great 1970s font, you know everything was. Yeah, but I thought it's cool. Like it shows them as a kid, but you don't do that in cards these days. Joe Torre, P. Rose, Tony Perez. Oh, I remember Joe Morgan. Big Joe, red machine. Joe Morgan put me to sleep on Sunday night. He yeah. called him and John Miller. Yeah. Sunday night baseball was the best yeah. storytelling. Yeah. Uh, breaking down games. That's how I knew about the accident. He, they would just yeah. give me so many facts. Joe Morgan was like part of my childhood. So here you'll see the discerning fan might realize, you know, I said this was a Hall of Fame collection. Okay. But what's wrong with this page? Let me see. Oh, yeah, I see it. P. Rose. He, so there's, should there, he or should he not be in? I, oh, I definitely think he should be. But put it on the plaque. What he did, the guy bet on baseball. That was wrong. Yeah. Put it on the plaque. I, I think if you're going to – I'm a history nerd, and I like baseball history. Yep. But it's it's like canceling somebody like he doesn't exist by not putting yeah. him in the Hall of yeah. Fame. He's the all-time hits leader, but he did something really bad. Put it on the plaque and tell the story. So I And that's why I have two players in this book that, although these are only my Hall of Fame cards, they're not in the Hall of Fame. One's Pete Rose and the other is Donnie Baseball. Thurman oh. Munson. Oh, Thurman, not my bad. Yeah. I got Thurman, Thurman in there somewhere. Yeah, Thurman was my guy. Reggie. I must kill the queen. That was a great movie. I must kill the queen. Yeah. There's Thurman right there. Oh, Look at that card. That's that is a great card. Thurman. Yeah, my my house address is the Thurman 15. Jim Cat. Jim Cat, great pitcher, but also a pretty good hitter. So he's yeah. a pitcher, but they got him batting. Oh. Something you won't see in a baseball card ever again. Still the, the boyhood yeah. photos. Wait, he's Jim Hunter. Catfish. That is, okay, cool. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. Bert, be home by, by 11. 11. Great, one of the greatest all-time nicknames. I love that. <laughs> Berman. Gotta love Berman. Yeah. I had Kenny Mayne on the show. Kenny Mayne was a guest. Oh, nice. And I, I, I think I dropped that on him. That has to be one of the best all yep. time. Yep. Again, Minnesota. My wife and I, we actually went to the 90, no, 87 World Series. Oh, Twins nice. Cardinals in Very Minnesota. Cool. I always said, if the gangs go, I'm going. I'm going to bring the kids. It's going to cost me a, a lot. Yeah. Yogi Bear, if there's a fork in the road, take it. Take it. What is another? Give me some more. You got any more? Oh, yeah. Ideasms? Nobody goes there anymore. It's way too busy. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a good one. That's, that's a good one. Yeah. Rich Gossage. What's his real nickname? Goose. This is really cool. Well, thanks. Yeah, for it's, 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 you know, nerdy. I'm a nerd. <laughs> it's, good to, it's good to have hobbies and something that you're interested in. Yeah. So we're here. Let's talk. All right. You've been, again, great things in the community. Let's talk about a few things here. So we'll go fast. Oh, we just hit on that. Yankees fan. Yes. Done. Hit on that. Oh. Yard goats fan. Yep. Hit on, hit that. on that. Okay. We're all done. We're done. And the important <laughs> stuff's over. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about this one because we have this in common. Humble brag. 
Oh, yeah, you yeah. You were the honoree of the St. Patrick's Day Parade in 2011. Yes, that was a lot of fun. I was the honoree in 2003, yes. and it was an amazing time. I was honored. We were walking and waving. It was so much fun. I was with, um, I was the honoree, and my marshal was, what was that? It was this year, right? Yeah. It was um, rugby guy. Yeah. Oh, I can't. Why am I blanking? This is embarrassing. This is my dude. He hangs out with Yamin, Tom O'Shea. Uh, he's a singer in a band. He's he, a uh, bird dog. Why can't I? Eddie and the bird dog. Eddie. Eddie. Uh, Carr. Eddie Carr. Darn it. Sorry, Ed. Ooh, that's embarrassing. Eddie Carr. Eddie Carr. Busy day. Yeah. Eddie Carr is amazing. Good so guy. At the town hall, I give my speech. Yeah. Like, hey, I thank people. Um, Make a couple jokes. Yeah. Did all right. Everyone's like, oh, you did great. Yeah. Eddie Carr gets on there. He's roasting the crowd. Yeah. He's walking around with the mic. <laughs> I'm like, man, he just had to do me like that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Eddie Carr was great. Uh, but then come to find out he's a lead singer of a band. Oh, yeah. He oh, does he's... it every Thursday night. So yeah. Yeah. I didn't feel so bad. Yeah. But I said something on. He's a good guy. Yeah. You should get him on the show. Oh, he'd be a great. Yeah. Eddie Carr. Or get the band. Maybe go someplace where the band's performing. All right, let's go. Oh, you mentioned that earlier. Chairperson of the Weha Commission of Arts. Yes. So you work with Rise Up and you work get the murals. Is that? Yeah. Well, yeah. It's it's see, um, we the Commission of the Arts was established by the town council like 40 years ago, but they never populated the board until COVID. And um, you know we have a great group of people. The challenge. I mean, it's we don't have a budget. So we can't go out there and, you know, help artists with money. What we try and do is connect artists with places and spaces where they can display their work. Mm -hmm. And if anybody, any artists are out there, you know, you, you can find me. I'm on the book face. Mm -hmm. um, it's easy to find me. You know, please reach out to me. We're actually okay. just about to start a campaign where, you know, working with uh, business owners you know, a place like this, you look at the Parkville Market, this is a great place to display public art. Yeah. There are a lot of places in West Hartford. You talked about one of your sponsors. West, uh, we have Brewery and Roasting. They are fabulous. They display public art in their place. We want more of that. We want to see um, also if you have a band. Um, one of our commissioners is a woman named uh, Latanya Farrell. She's a principal in, in Bristol. Um, one of the Bristol schools, Bristol High School. But she's also a fabulous singer. You might have seen her in Elizabeth Park. She sings almost every summer in Elizabeth Park. Oh, wow. She Very is cool. absolutely fabulous. But, you know, she, Hav Cologne, is also on our board. Um, Trying to get hit, him on the podcast. Okay. He'll probably pull that. Yeah. Out. Yeah. Our daughters played on the same softball team. Okay. But I haven't reached out yet. But Yeah. I'd happy to put a plug I in. I talked with him, and I'm like, we were chatting and talking yeah. like i like your hat i didn't know it was javier cologne I yeah like, so he's a great guy he's so cool good guy and then i saw him later on at the golf tournament in cromwell he sang the national anthem and yep. then he drove the ball and i'm like celebrity pro am and i'm like wow he loves golf too he's a really good golfer i'm like that's that's so-and-so's dad my my daughters were like yeah dad that's i was wonderful like, oh, wonderful so man cool. Does a lot of help. But anyways, that's what we're trying to do is connect artists with places and spaces where they can showcase okay. their art. Art and music. Them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, spoken word. Um, oh, yeah. Slam poetry and stuff? Slam, uh, storytelling, poetry, uh, you know, theater, stand-up. 
anything. All of it. And, and printed art. We've got another one of our commissioners is a woman named Ginny Kemp. If you follow her on Facebook, she does incredible photography. And, you know, you should, you should definitely check her out. Um, her work is really, really good. Very cool. Deputy Mayor. Deputy Mayor. Uh, yes. Back in the Two dark years, 2007, 2009. Yeah, that was, that was quite, that was nice. I was honored to be chosen. Uh, people always realize it, but the leadership roles on town council are not selected by the voters. It's selected by yep. the caucuses. And uh, I had, um, I'd been on the council for four years. And, uh, Wait, I thought the deputy mayor was like the person that gets the most votes. No, not necessarily. No, okay. no. There's, um, there's been times. Actually, the mayor isn't always. It usually is, but there have been times where the mayor is not the top vote getter. Okay, it's, it's decided by the caucus. Gotcha. Um, Currently, the deputy mayor is Liam Sweeney. Liam Sweeney, podcast guest. William Great Sweeney. guy. His, his uh, fun fact: his wife Whitney, who is a marvelous person, uh, nannied for us, oh, the huh. Corsi family. Uh, back in the early 2000s. That's funny. That's she cool. was great. She's she's still great. Big feeling. Very cool. Past president, College of Holy Cross Club Greater Hartford. Ah, yes. Love my, um, also, uh, Holy Cross. Worcester? Worcester? Worcester. I was just there. Uh, my son's there now. Uh, but, yeah, it's, I um, love my time at Holy Cross. Love the school. It uh, means a lot to me. Um, I have great friends that you know still communicate with almost daily are you the crusaders the crusaders yeah holy cross high school in waterbury is also the crusaders and you guys are like purple and black purple and white purple yeah. and white they're green and yellow but still the crusaders pretty cool no, i like it bill simmons went to holy cross i think bill simmons is a he used to be the boston sports guy now he's with the ringer and rewatchables, yeah, a, a podcast. They rewatch movies. Oh, it's amazing! It's one of the best podcasts. I'll, Bill Simmons. We've got some notable uh, alums. Uh, the one that comes to mind is a certain Supreme Court justice <laughs> who's having a little trouble with uh, his ethics now, Clarence Thomas. But uh, he, he he's, oh, did he go there? He went there. Board member, Weha Chamber of Commerce Chair, Economic Development Committee. Yes, with the, the board and chamber. You're a member of the chamber, chamber. You've been, and you've been recognized by the chamber. Yeah, nonprofit of the year. Yes, 2020. I tell you, I uh, kudos to uh, Chris and Kate who at the chamber. Yeah, you know Chris uh, Conway is the executive of, uh, or president, CEO and president, and uh, and Kate they do a fabulous, fabulous job. Yeah. They really have put the chamber on the map. Especially during COVID, they did so many great things to help businesses the during COVID. Order out. Yeah. Um, yeah, joining them have been one of the best things for Friends of Heaney. The networking I've done and connections I've made. So yeah. the and podcast I has happened because of, I met Dave at the Chamber. Donut Crazy, we had our biggest fundraiser in 2020. Exactly. It's like great great people in the Chamber. If, if you're not a member of the Chamber and you want to get out there and you want to generate more business, get more customers, I really would encourage you to join the Chamber. Yeah. It's not very expensive. And I know, you know, when, when you... People think of the chamber, you know, they might think of a bunch of old white guys in suit and ties, you know, yeah. talking about business. No, it's not that at all. It's really helping people network and get more business themselves. Agreed. So thank you, friends of the chamber, for sure. Yes. Thank you, Chris and Kate and everyone. Board member, Hartford Interville House. Ah, yeah, that's Interville House is a wonderful organization. It's Connecticut's largest uh, 
domestic and intimate partner violence uh, shelter and advocacy group. Um, I've been a board member there for a couple of years. Um, actually, my, my uh, mom back in the 70s was one of uh, the founding board members there. Oh, wow. And at, after she passed away in uh, about six or seven years ago, they asked me to, to come on. Carry on her legacy kind of yeah. thing? Oh, yeah, wow, it's, it's, so cool. it's really nice. And they do, and it's, again, you, not that everything's about the pandemic, but during the pandemic, uh, incidents of intimate partner and domestic violence skyrocketed. You know, people are trapped at home, you know, alcohol, drug abuse, that's all just skyrocketed. And as a result, you had more calls uh, for domestic violence. And they kept it together. Uh, they got a lot of help, but they spent an awful lot of money, you know, putting people up, you know, not just at their safe house, but they also running out hotels for people, making sure they were safe. They, do, they not only help people start fresh and get out of bad situations, but they also provide counseling, legal help. It's a great organization. And again, if anybody's interested in donating. Yeah. Uh, What's the know, website? In, uh, intervalhousect.org, I believe. But if you look up Hartford Interval House, you'll find it. It's amazing stuff. West Hartford Town Council. This is while you were deputy mayor, 2003 yeah, yeah, that 2009. Yeah, was, was, it was... Um, I really, I love that time on the council. Um, not bring up my friend, Art Spada. He was on the council too, my boy, childhood friend. But I also got to know a lot of people that I wouldn't have known otherwise. And it was also during the whole <clears throat> blueback, you know, application, construction. Um, and to talk about, you know, we started out talking about controversial projects. That was controversial. Um, and uh, yeah, I heard like people were putting up signs protesting against it. Yeah, and then those same houses gained so much more value because of blueback. Like the same, I forgot where it was, but like everyone didn't want it, and then all of a sudden their value went up. Now they're like, well, oh, let's okay, be we're, clear, we're happy now. It wasn't that everyone didn't want it? A lot of people wanted it. We had three referendums in town over blueback. Each one of them passed. The first one I think passed by like fifty-eight percent. It was like no. With a yes vote of 58%. Yep. And the second two, the vote total just went up higher. Like FDR never got those kind of What did numbers. you need to pass? Over 50? Yeah. 50, okay. pl 50 plus one. Um, but it was, it was uh, it's, a, it's a wonderful project. I think it's done great things for uh, West Hartford. It took an old, you know, my parents bought, I remember they bought a, a, a car from the dealership that used to be on the lot. It was an old car dealership. You know, the, where uh, uh, a major portion of it is right now. A brownfield site, you know, okay. and, and I remember somebody got up when and did, said... When did it go up? When's Blueback? When was Blue, it completed? Uh, so Blueback, the application was filed in 2004. And that's the summer of 2004 is when we had the hearings. And then we had uh, the referendums in the fall and winter and the third one might have even been in 2005 okay but uh groundbreaking was in 2000 end of uh like october of 2005 okay and then by 2007 around it took two years to build and it it opened in 2007 all right i moved to 2008 and it was like new and hopping and yeah. cool and talked about all right and, and you're going to see changes there too there's there's yeah. probably big changes coming down the road because the retail market is different today than it was 20 years ago but it's it's 
it enlivens. It gets people out of their cars. It gets people walking. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's you, you can you can live there. The whole concept of mixed use. I mean, people, you know, if you lived in New York City or in Boston or a lot of these majors, you know, for the last couple hundred years, mixed use was a part of your life. You know, you lived above a shop or, yeah. or whatever, and you had neighborhoods that oh, that's had called mixed use. Mixed use. Oh, very cool. And people were like, who's going to want to li live on top of an Ann Taylor? Or uh, apparently a lot of people. <laughs> um, or on top of a restaurant. But that whole idea of combining the uses, you know, you have not only residential, but you have retail, you have yeah. entertainment, you have pub, you have the library, you have medical office. So people can go visit their doctor, go get a cheeseburger, get their cholesterol checked, go back and see their yeah. doctor. That's funny. Mid mixed use. That's mixed funny. Use. Simpsons. Love the Simpsons. Millhouse. Millhouse's dad got divorced and he moved into an apartment that was above a bowling alley and below a bowling alley. <laughs> that was the. The running joke. He was, so mixed use. That love mixed the Simpsons. Use we could do a whole show on Simpsons. Love it. Family Guy. President of the Weha Public Library Foundation. Uh, past president. Past. It's a little outdated. Yeah, update your career. No, that's it's, it's a great. You know, libraries are a great um, resource. West Hartford Library is phenomenal. You know, again, you think of at least when you're an old dude like me, you think of libraries. You think of the Dewey Decimal System, yeah. and oh, it's a place to check out books. No. Because you can, you can get a lot of stuff like that other places. The library is a resource. It's a community resource, a community gathering place. Yeah. It's the first stop that a lot of people new to America, new to West Hartford go for yep. resources. It's got groups that people can join. Yep. Um, my biggest thing that I love about it now is they have this West Hartford History Center run by my, my friend Brett there, who's been very helpful. I, I love West Hartford history. I did... Um, the chamber a few um, months ago in December, the chamber had a uh, Christmas party yep. at Aviva Senior Living at oh, yeah, Hamilton yeah. Heights. I was there. Yep. Yeah, and yeah. that's right. It's my neighborhood. Beautiful spot. Yeah, I live like I can see my house from their front door. From if on you see their front door, and you see, I can see my back door. Okay, but yeah. not where I entered. Is that the front yeah. or the back? Yeah, that's the front. Yeah. There, from their front door there. Okay, looking down the hill onto oh, my no. street, oh. I can see my backyard. Oh, nice. Okay, so. I got taught, I was welcoming people as they were coming in the door, and I started yeah. rapping with some of the people that lived there, and I was telling them, you know, what I knew about the history. And then uh, the woman who runs the place came up to me and said, would you ever come and ha you give a talk to the residents? And I was like, hell yeah, that would be great. So actually, I just did it a couple of weeks ago. I did a slideshow. I, this, my buddy Brett at uh, the library dug up some great old photos. Jeff Murray, who you might see on Weha. Yeah. On Facebook, he does. He's he's a, he a photographer. Or no, he he oh. he he he's a historian. Okay. He has a day job, but he's like me. He's another freaking nerd that likes to, you know, learn about West Hartford history. He gave me a whole bunch of stuff. A lot of other people did. I spent like an hour and a half with these folks at Hamilton Heights, at because that's what it used to be called. And there's it's far too long to go into the history now. But you got things like, you know, a, a pope came there. Come on. Before he was Pope, this guy, he became Pope Pius VII in 1939. But in the early 30s, at the beginning of the New Deal, this is way off track, and I'm, I'm, I'm totally nerding out, history nerding out. West Harvard Hop. So, so there was a guy on the radio once uh, Roosevelt got elected who was a critic of Roosevelt's. His name was Father Charles Coughlin. He was like the Rush Limbaugh of his day. Okay. And he had a huge following. 
And there were even some people that thought that he might, you know, he, he was a threat to Roosevelt in terms of his popularity because, you know, a lot of Catholics in the country helped yep. hurt him vote. So the Vatican was worried about this. So they sent over one of their cardinals who had the position, he was the Secretary of State of the Vatican. His job was a lot like, you know, our current Secretary of State. Make sure the Vatican has good relationships with other nations. So his job was to go to America on a goodwill, goodwill tour and say the Catholic Church is with Roosevelt. But one of his stops along the way is he went to the University of St. Joseph that just opened up on Asylum Avenue that year. Yep. And I got a great picture of this guy, Cardinal, what the hell is his name? Um, excuse me. Shouldn't, shouldn't say that, <laughs> especially when I'm talking about... Cardinal, 1930, yeah. visited West Hartford. Uh, it, yeah. It, Thank you. Itzio Vertucci, but he, he became Pope Pius in, in 39. And he, you know, so if you look up, up the history of, of Pius Seventh, he also gets a little criticism because he was Pope during World War II and during the Holocaust. Some people on the Allied side said that he was a Nazi sympathizer. Some people on the Axis side, the Nazis said, no, no, he's definitely uh, uh, on the side of the Allies. So... But he came and he went to Mount St. Joseph's in West Hartford wow. when he was a cardinal. And he sat in a room. They actually have a room there off to the side that says the Pope room. So I kind of clarified. I said, See, I, I guess you could call it the Pope room because he became Pope. <laughs> but he was really cardinal when he came. See, that's my, my head well, is filled fact, with I all like this it. useful, useless. Not, you like useless. Roosevelt a lot then. Don't you like Roosevelt? Oh, I love Roosevelt. I think Roosevelt was a great, great president. Yeah. You live with a Roosevelt? What's that? Do you live with a Roosevelt? I do. <laughs> I, my dog is named Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> his cousin, his dis, distant cousin. Oh, Teddy. Not Teddy, okay. yeah. Frank, but I love Franklin. Love Teddy Roosevelt. Love Lincoln. Oh, so wait, your dog's name is Teddy? Teddy. Or Roosevelt? Teddy. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Teddy, Teddy Roosevelt. That's right. I knew it was something. Yeah. FDR. He was an Annie, right? Which one was an Annie? That's right. Harold Dickens sing. He's saying the sun will come out. Yep. When I'm stuck with a day, that's great. <laughs> oh, you're just getting all my geek out here. I love it. I love it. So you got any recommendations? Got any questions for me? Let's start there. Questions for Feeney. Questions for Feeney. I just, I, 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 I don't know if it's as much a question, but, you know, not to get too deep. I, I love what you do. I really do. I, I'm a big believer. I, I believe that, you know, no matter, you know, what you believe in, you know, if you pray to God or whatever, I do believe we're all here to love one another and be of service. And that doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to be, uh, you know, a president or, a, you know, a leader of some, you know, a famous leader to be of service. You can... The most meaningful service, I think, is showing up for other people, and that's what you do every day. So you're living, you're living the dream. I I, I really respect what you do, and it, it's a great role model for you're teaching the kids. I, I mean, you're a teacher, but I think even what you're doing with Friends of Feeney is you know teaching the, the next generation how important it is to be there for one yep. another. And that, you don't have to solve everybody's problems. I mean, because a lot of times, you know, that's not what we're here for is to solve people's problems. But to listen, be compassionate, have empathy, help when you can. Yeah. Um, 
But, uh, yeah, I, I love what you guys do. Thank you. It means a lot, Chuck. I appreciate that. My buddy Chuck, uh, Marty, retired teacher and board member, he's like, listen, as long as we continue to pass this message, be a good friend, we're doing a good thing. That's all it is. Yeah. That's all, I love the tagline. Yeah. That's why it's a great motto. I say it all the time, you know. I, can you pick up the trash? Oh, well, I know the trash is not yours. The kid's yeah. always like, it's not my trash. Well, can you be a good friend and just pick it up anyway? Or hold the door, give a compliment, be charitable. So be a good friend. Yeah. You know? And it's, you know, sometimes it's tough to be loving to everyone or kind or be a good friend. <clears throat> but it, it's, it's something, because we're, as a species, we're imperfect. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. we, we, we sin, we do, we, we make mistakes, we do all those things. Yeah. But it's something, it's a great thing to aspire to. We try and be, uh, try and be better. And then like drive like a friend. Yeah. Be a good friend. There's so many different things. Yeah. Be nice. Compete. Compete like a friend on yeah. sports, you know? Be a good friend when you're winning. Be a good friend when you're losing. Yeah. So cool, uh, Eugenio Pacelli, before he Pacelli. was the Pope, visited New York, Boston, New Haven, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C. Did a little air tour around the States. He came to West Hartford. I'll show they you. They shouted picture. out New Haven and stuff, but they don't shout West out West Hartford. I've got, got, got nothing on West Hartford Dude, in the Googles, What's but I'm sure he made on, his Pacelli? rounds. I got, his, I got his picture. Hold on. You got the picture. He was visiting the Knights of Columbus. Okay. Have have a have some knee while I find yeah, it. Yeah, we gotta dig into this. I, I got a box. There we go. Oh, there he is. Here we go. Oh, that's the wrong one. Hall photos. No. Hamilton Heights. Okay. Check this out. Is that it? Yep, that's it. That Can you see that at all? Same in West Hartford. That's at, that's at University of St. Joseph's in that photo. Can you see that? You heard it here first. Okay. So this is him the right Pope there. Before the Pope. In his cardinal uniform. And you can make out. Oh, that's the Maria or whatever. No, is that St. Joseph's? That's St. Joseph's. That's okay. McGovern. I, I believe it's McGovern Hall. Gotcha. Right there. So he was here. Very cool. I'm, I'm, I'm what will we do without these things? Right? I'm getting my orders here. So. What are you bringing home for the kids? Uh, well, Feeney, I put my phone on silence so oh, that sorry. it wouldn't bother our conversation. <laughs> I'm trying to be a good friend and be present. I'm showing up for you. I got a burrito <laughs> loco order and a mafungo order. I, I'm sure and I, my daughters, all my kids are out of the house, but they, they come back, which is nice. Oh. Uh, but, so I got Annie and Rosie home. I'm going to get get their order soon. Crazy question sponsored by Dona Crazy. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Would you rather? That's skip that one. <laughs> Would you rather be a yard goats player or a Yankee player? Yankee player. Would you rather be a goat or a cow? A uh, uh, goat. Would you rather live on Neptune or Venus? I don't know. They're both too far away. That's Would you rather be friends with a witch or a giant? Giant. Would you rather see everything upside down or hear everything backwards? Oh, that's a good one. Wow. Let me use that one. See everything upside down. Upside down, probably. Would you rather be Chomper or Choo Choo? Oh, it's tough to pick. They're both so cute. <laughs> Would you rather go to a Yankees game or a Yard Goats yeah. game? Yeah. Sorry, Tim. Yankees. <laughs> no, actually, you know what? I, I, go to more, I go to more Yard Goats game. It's funny. It's less stress. 
Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a it's a, a chore to get to Yankee Stadium, but once really I is. once I get there, I I love it. Especially when you know I had the train breakdown. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we missed yeah. the train on the yeah. way home, and yeah, you get home at one in the morning. Yeah. Yard goes. I'm home by like ten. Yeah. Exactly. And it's ten minutes away. I. It's just incredible. Would you rather have a Yankees T-shirt or a Be a Good Friend shirt? Be a Good Friend shirt. Yes. I almost wore my long sleeve green one that uh, you just got. That's a, that's a good one. That's a good one. Would you rather be a clover or a goat? Goat. Would you rather eat or be eaten? Man, <laughs> blue skin or green skin? Uh, green. Would you rather travel around the balloon? Uh, uh, travel around the world in a hot air balloon or travel around the world in a sailboat? I am uh, afraid of heights, so a sailboat would be fine. I kind of like a train. A train would be cool. Train, dude. I so after the the yard goats uh, after the Yankee game, I went home with my buddy Dan to Saugerties. Yeah. I took the Amtrak from Rhinecliff to yeah. Saratoga, where my wife picked me up, and we spent the weekend in Lake George. My kids were at Disney with school. Anyways, the Amtrak ride was phenomenal. Yeah. Along the Hudson. The conductor goes, if you want to see bald eagles, move to the right side of the train. It was the most scenic thing I've ever done. The seats were comfortable. Yeah. I, I know I want to see the world because yeah. from if the Hudson looked that good, yeah. I couldn't imagine what the rest of the world looks like. Exactly. Uh, there were beautiful uh, buildings on islands and boathouses and just, it was amazing. The foliage, the water, and I'm traveling. So Amtrak, I'm all about traveling now. Yeah. I tell you, in... in in America, we don't do as good a job with trains. Yeah, we don't have the inf the infrastructure you need to really like Europe has. Yeah, but I would love to like take a train, like get a, a pass, uh, like a month pass, and just bop around the country. Yeah, I think that'd be that'd be fun. What's your favorite color? I like blue. Favorite number? Uh, I don't really have a favorite. I, you know, five is, is, is good. Five kids. Favorite book? Oh, favorite book. I love a lot. Of, I, I read a lot of history. Um, Couldn't, Couldn't tell. Yeah. <laughs> Destiny, of, uh, Destiny of the Republic by Candace Millard. It's a great book about the Gilded Age. It has a lot of different interesting stories in it. Uh, a little bit about is the death of James Garfield, who was president, but it also has Alexander Graham Bell in there. Yeah. And all, all sorts of, it, it, it's really, it's a good read. No, I learned my buddy has a tattoo of James Garfield. And I learned, I asked him, I was like, is that your grandfather? And he told me so many things about James Garfield. He, and it was amazing that like, um, oh, how he died, he died of an infection because yeah. of the sh bullet wound. And they changed all these ru medical rules yep. because of cleaning utensils because of him. Exactly. Uh, prior to that, he did things like, what? Was he in Congress, Senator, or like yeah. moved his way up? Right? He was, he was, um, fought in the Civil War. Yeah. He was, I, I don't think he was a general, but he got elected. He didn't want to run for Congress. They put him up yeah. for Congress. Yeah. He got elected to Congress and, um, as a Republican and, um, he wouldn't go. He's like, I, I'm needed on the battlefield. And Lincoln himself had to convince him, said, no, I need Republicans in the Congress to help me with the war effort. I, we can find somebody else to take your place. He also, as far as I know, I think James Garfield and Gerald Ford are the only two presidents that never actively sought the presidency or vice presidency. 
Oh, nice. He was he uh, he gave in the convention in this. Oh, God. Again, it's a good thing it's not a dating app or something. People would be like, this guy's a nerd. But um, so in 1880, the convention of 1880, they couldn't. The Republicans couldn't agree on a candidate, and it went to like 20, 30 ballots in several days. They couldn't come up with anybody, and then somebody realized. Oh, the guy who gave one of the keynote speeches earlier on was pretty good. Who was that? Oh, it was James Garfield. Somebody rises up and says, I nominate James Garfield. And everybody was like, yes, yes, yes. And he jumped up and said, no, no, I don't want it. I don't want it. I won't accept it. And they're like, too bad. Oh, that's great. So he was nominated. He, he was fun. really good. He, it, I mean, they talk, you know, he, he was really good. He's, he's a fascinating guy to learn more about. So Yeah, all right, James Garfield. Recommend everyone to go out and learn some more about James Garfield. I like it. Favorite food? Uh, um, love-hate relationship with food. I'd have to say uh, favorite food are Tootsie Rolls. Ooh, yeah. Wow, old school. The little, little Tootsie simple Rolls. Too. Tootsie rolls simple, too. Tootsie Rolls, you don't have to beat them up. I could eat those uh, a lot. Um, I do like a uh, good good Italian meal. Nice filet. Ooh. Medium rare. Yeah, ooh, yup. Maybe seared. It's good. Throw a little A1 sauce on it. <laughs> now you're talking. All right, we're going to end with this one. Would you rather eat a, a hair sandwich or an earwax omelet? Oh, man. Uh, having uh, had neither, I, I, I don't know. I don't think I can say. <laughs> I just won't do it. Yeah. I won't say. Well, any other? So what minute are we? Hour 17. Man, you spent an hour. We, we shoot for 50 minutes with Feeney. You're at an really? hour 17. How you feel? Long-winded. Long-winded. Boring. I'm learning a lot. <laughs> I say it a lot. I'm a teacher. I'm a lifelong yeah. learner. And yeah. I learned a lot about West Hartford. I learned some president facts. I learned some Yankee and baseball facts. It was great talking with you, Chuck. Peter, this is great. I really, really appreciate the opportunity. And again, I can't tell you how much I appreciate all you do for West Hartford and for families. Um, you're an inspiration. Thank you. And, yeah. and I'm really, it's, it's, it's important and, uh, and right that you're getting the recognition. You know Thank you. what you you do. I know that's not why you do it, but uh, it's wonderful what you're doing in the yeah. shows. The honoree of the St. Patrick's Day with parade was amazing. Um, Lions Club ambassador chamber. the chamber 2020. Um, yeah, nonprofit of the year. West Hartford to uh, Best of West Hartford yeah. this year. Yeah. Best nonprofit. So thank you. Yeah. No, and, again, don't and, do and, it for that reason. And not but. to mention the number of lives that you've touched and really improved by the simple thing of just being nice and being kind and being a good friend. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Thanks, Chuck. Well, save the date. August 18th, Yard Goats game. I'll September be there. 9th, Feeney Golf Tournament. Second annual Ooh. Friends of Feeney Golf Tournament, Goodwin Park in East Hartford. Can you good, golf? Get good, Goodwin Park in East Hartford. Is there, did I say East Hartford? Yeah, it's oh. Hartford. Goody. It's Goodwin Park in West in Hartford. Hartford. Yeah, Goody. 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 Just call it Goody. Goody. My bad. Yeah, I jacked that. It's up. a beautiful course. So save those two dates. Um, again, great talking with my friend Chuck. We're here at Parkville Market. Come check it out. We're gonna go down and get some orders for all the family to bring home. <laughs> Thank you, Kyle and Dave from Direct yes. Line Media. Thanks, Thank Kyle. You Gastro Park Donut Crazy Weeha Roasting and Brewing. The Fix IV, Luna Pizza, Keating Agency Insurance. I get them all. Golf Law Group, Brooke Golf. All right, we'll say be a good friend on three. One, two, three. Be, be a, a good, good friend. friend. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Chuck.
That was fun. That was fun.